Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. This episode is a sponsored partnership by Keen. So, you finally decided that you want to seek psychic advice, but now you're just sitting there and you're asking yourself, why Keen? Shouldn't I just look into psychics near me? It would probably be a lot easier. Our response? Why would you? Keen connects you with talented tarot readers and astrologers. If you want to get a reading on Keen, it's super easy to start. They've been giving trustworthy readings since 1999, over 35 million to be exact. All you have to do is create an account, and you'll be able to choose from hundreds of readers who are online right now. These readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation. Want to learn more about your love life? What's your financial future look like? Are you looking for a closure from a deceased loved one? Keen has a reader ready to provide clarity and insight. You can choose whichever reader best suits your needs, and you'll be able to connect via phone call or text. Just go to trykeen.com potential. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. Once again, that's trykeen.com potential. Get your first 10 minutes for $1.99. And remember, know your potential. Talking all things entertainment, pop culture, and nerdum, this is The Potential Podcast. Chris, I tell you, it has been quite the journey, quite the odyssey, quite the um, incredible adventure that we've uh, gone over. Can you believe that next year it will be our three years hosting this podcast? I know. Three years. And this is our end of our third May. season. It's crazy. I know. We, we've, we've done a lot on this podcast. And coming up here at the end of our third season... We decided to kind of do something different. You know, we we, we had some ideas of a, a franchise episode or a topic episode. We thought, you know what? It is Thanksgiving this week, and we have a lot to be thankful for. 
a lot has happened for Taylor and I since we started the podcast. I think we were we were definitely in one place when we started the podcast. And where we are now, I think if we looked back, we'd be like, look at those two schlubs. <laughs> we were still schlubs, but we're uh, better off schlubs than yes. we were. Uh, but yes, welcome back to the Potential Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, joined by my co-host, as always, Taylor Sokol. And we thought today we could just talk about kind of what we're thankful for, uh, how this podcast has been going, um, where we hope to go with the podcast, and uh, just a little bit about ourselves. Um, I think sometimes people listen, and we do a little bit of banter at the beginning of some episodes, and then we kind of go into our topic. But, you know, it's 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 something like we do have our own lives and opinions about things, and sometimes it's fun to to share what's been going on. But, yeah, it is kind of crazy to think that May of 2020 is when we launched this bad boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we, we, we did like a, a first season. Uh, we had 30 full episodes, which we were doing weekly at that time. And then, you know, shortly into the season, we started what we called potential picks, these reviews. Uh, and I think now we, we did a, Every other week for season three, but we've been doing two picks per week pretty consistently for Mm -hmm. several months now because there's so much stuff coming out all the time. We have a lot. Well, we started, I mean, the pandemic, everything was shut down. Movies were postponed, whatever was on Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, all the whole shebang. It was there. And a lot of the projects that people were working on for streaming were shelved. And so it was a weird, we were in a weird flux because this at the time was our only source of kind of engagement or interaction. So I think right off the bat, um, yeah, the first season we did that. And then second season, we got more ambitious because we decided we did let's 40, do 40 and that 40 was episodes. That was, that was a lot. That was a lot. But I mean, that was kind of, a, I think a good learning curve for us to, I think with some people, if, if you're new to podcasting, you know, as a listener, or if you've been following us for a while or you make your own, or you even make your own, which we love to hear about. You know, there's so many podcasts out there that we do enjoy. And we're always excited to explore new ones. Really, the process is you have to take time out to record. And, you know, not everything makes into the episode. But we record over our laptops. Again, I'm in California. Taylor's in Pennsylvania. So we also have to deal with the time difference. So we have to set out time. It works for both of us with our schedules. And then it's time to not only think about what is the episode going to be about recording that episode. Then I am the editor. So I actually go through and edit to make sure there's no sound issues. And then it's publishing that episode. And that's also when we do skits. Uh, for those who've been fans of us for a while now, we we do now actually have ad sponsors, which we're hoping works out for us pretty well. Uh, we better help Keen and let's get checked. But we would always make up fake ads. Uh, we do a lot of parody skits of the episode we're talking about. And that would take time to not only write out the episode, but then record those lines, edit that together. into the And some of those have been some of the stuff I've been most proud of is we've had some great parody stuff. Um, I think we're going to release a couple bonus episodes of just the skits uh, just so people have a chance to listen to those again. But it's, it's a lot of process. And I do think we were coming out of a time where you were working from home and that's all you were doing. And I had nothing. <laughs> I, uh, my career went to beep because of the pandemic and I was living back home with my parents. So I had nothing but time. Well, that, and that's the same. We both were living back with our parents, but I also had a full house because I had my three siblings and you had your, 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 uh, your brother, Alex, your, your one brother, but it was, you had a little bit of 
space where me it was like everyone like keep to your room on top of you all the time yeah and get so, off of me <laughs> so i i think that was um but just going back and i think a lot of us who are listening to this can can relate i mean we were in our 30 early 30s and to go back and live with your parents is kind of like ooh, you know because at the time i was working and traveling so when i went i didn't have i was kind of more of a nomad uh than you uh because i was traveling and hotel hopping and then when i go home for weekend so i don't really have a place to call my own for quite a while but then to go back home was a tough thing kind of a tough pill to swallow because yes we're adults but now we're kind of living over under the rules of the roost again and so we have to be kind of respectful of that it's a whole new element and it's not like we could go out and do things because everything was shut down it was even worse where you were in la uh compared to pa and um yeah so yeah that was a challenge because then we were really we were confined to home so that yeah, this podcast was great because it was an outlet and you know there's no other new games coming out so we're playing the same old games like you know video games yeah, it's going back to playing the same games or rewatching uh stuff which is why we eventually picked the uh, the past potential pick which we haven't done one of those almost all year because we now have we're back to the boom of new content uh constantly but yeah it was very tough i i think i think the thing was when it first started it really did feel like it was going to be like a four to eight week thing. Yeah. Like I, I had left a, a performance job in Florida. I was supposed to start a new one with the same company. And when everything shut down, they were like, we'll fly you back home and we'll probably shut down for eight weeks. Cause that's what the CDC is recommending. And then we'll go back. Of course that was not going to be the case. No, uh, as uh, I never left California again. I mean, I did come out to visit you, which was great a couple times. Yeah, and, we did. Uh, we did a couple still adventures, which I think we were very fortunate because I know with you, it was you were taking the trips. I was able to host, yeah. which was nice. But I mean, you were taking the you had like literally the whole uh, hazmat suit on uh, to come out. And to think about now. <laughs> I, know. Me- I, I think now it's like with the vaccines, like I wouldn't give a crap. I mean, if I have to wear a mask on a plane. That's fine. But I was like really trying to be protective. I would like put a mask on and I had this whole like plastic face shield which there was a you know when beetle house started for me there was a huge period of time where we had to wear those face shields to perform and it was so annoying and now it's just like i i think what's so weird coming out of the pandemic even though it's still going on for sure is like now we see that covid is manageable at least for you know if you've been vaccinated you know I've, i've had it twice now it feels like a little cold but at the time it really felt like I don't want this thing. And so it was trying to be very protective, but those trips really were a great like outlet to get out of the house, go do something. We did a lot of outside stuff. I mean, that was like my first chance to go to Washington, DC. Uh, you know, well, I guess it was our second time really to go to Washington, DC together. The first time was when we saw Joker and all that. Yeah, yeah. But just to get outside and do something. And we went to we went to Six Flags in Maryland. And it was dead. We did the whole park and it was not even and it an was hour and a half. Worst it was weather ever. Rain. It was raining, but we had we 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 actually we made it work. We should uh, we should fun. release the video because I, I we have a lot of good video of us in the roller coaster stuff. Oh, I need to true. I that's need to true. fish that out. I'm gonna I think I'll put that on our social because I I think that was so much fun. That's post. right. Yeah. Our, we had our GoPro. Uh, but yeah, it's like you had to make the most of it. And so I think this yeah this podcast was a great idea to well we could still kind of be creative, have a chance to talk about stuff, try it out. A lot of the first few months of the podcast was kind of a trial and error. I mean, some of the stuff we look back now and kind of go, oh, we've learned a lot about not only creating these episodes, but how to uh, 
advertise them, pick and choose what we do. Obviously, we've really enjoyed having guests on and even the like I, I laugh looking back at our first season. We had, as you said, our good friend Justin Ruppel on was our first guest. And it was all about like him. It was like a big interview episode. We've never done that since. Every single time we've had a guest, it's because they've been there to talk about the topic of the episode. It hasn't been soloed on that person. Uh, so I think you know, that was also a learning curve is like how we do all that. But yeah, we've done a lot on this podcast for being, we're not even at a full three years yet. That'll be in May. We've done a lot. We've done a lot. But a lot has happened for us personally. during that time. Yeah, and professionally. You know, uh, personally, professionally. So let's first go into professionally, I think, is, is uh, uh, as one might say. I mean, for you, w- the position you were in with your job when we started in that March to May 2020, you are now in a different position where you go out I'm tra- and train I'm, people, I'm right? training. So you, you, I'm training those people yeah. that in the position I was at, yeah. Which is pretty cool because I do see that you still get to travel quite a bit. So you're like, you basically go out like on a Monday to a city. You're there for like three, four days, and then you come back on usually Friday. Um, so you're 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 still like getting to enjoy that weekend time at home, but you are getting to have like those little like mini travels for most of the weeks, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, and it's been cool because then I you know got you know hotel points and things like that, and the company is really great because they provide like a per diem. So then I can save a little bit of money with the traveling, but it has been getting me out. And it was great because when I got the position um, at the time, then I was like, okay, great. Cause I've been stuck at home this whole time. Now I can literally get out. And it was great because, okay, I'm gone. And then when my parents, when I was, I was there, they were like, Hey, listen, I know you eventually want to go on off on your own, but why don't you just stay here? You're not here all the time. You're here only on the weekends, save money. And then decide because now I'm working in a whole market. Uh, my job is focusing all the Midwest area. So which included where I was living in, in outside of Pittsburgh. So for me, it was great because then I had a whole list of places I could move to as long as I lived in the area. So I was like, do I want to stay here? I never really had ties in this area. So that was kind of really great. Um, and even though I was traveling, we were still to do the podcast because we could do it mobile. So that was really great. It was just it was a little fun navigating like times because obviously um, you were, um, you know, at home, you weren't traveling. So I was really kind of based on, you know, dinner times and schedules and like what was working for me, because obviously when I'm working out and training people, I never know when I'm going to be home uh, or back to my hotel. So I was, I was like, well, let's just, you know, um, do that. So that's been great. And I've been doing that position now over a year. Um, And it's been really great because yeah, I've gotten to do this. I've gotten to see a lot of parts of the, the country that I haven't been to. I mean, I got to see Chicago, uh, Milwaukee, um, Louisville, Kentucky, um, Detroit and Buffalo, New York. Um, so, and then, you know, all of Ohio and even Minneapolis. So a lot of places that I would never have been able to, or thought to have gone to, it's allowed me to do that. And it's nice because both of us coming from cruise ships to contracts where we're traveling to, you know, you doing these, um, you know, nationwide tours when you're performing in Wizard of Oz and whatnot, so from coming from me being six, eight, six months, four months at a time to then, in, you know, domestic and then going from a job, I was traveling a lot. And then this job traveling the very minimal, it's been really, it's been a great change because now I've gotten closer to the point of having a more of a domestic life. Yeah. And speaking of domestic life, that's what I finally have is a domestic life. Something I've not really had really ever. 
uh, at least years. I mean, yes, pre-pandemic, uh, I was living in New York for quite a while, uh, you know, about 14 months uh, with, you know, every now and then I would get a job and go out uh, and do that. But really, I've been performing for so long in my life post-college, and a lot of it has been traveling. Like you said, cruise ships. I've gone to perform overseas, uh, in Dubai for a long time, in Macau, uh, these national tours where... Yeah, sometimes it is fascinating to go visit a city that you never would have even heard of or never thought to go yourself. And there's a charm to like small town America, uh, some of these cities that are very, you know, popular for a reason. But I've never really had like living in one place for a long time. And coming out of the pandemic uh, around June of last year, 2021, uh, our good friend on the podcast, Tim Fitzsimons, who uh, we usually have on for our Star Wars uh, episode stay tuned for and or coming up uh he got me a job with the company he was working with micro kickboard uh, which i worked for 13 months and it was nice to have like a day job again uh where i worked at the scooter store and i was a sales associate and was great was like it was like a seven minute drive from here so it was super close hours were great uh we definitely used some of that to record the podcast and it was a nice big studio <laughs> perfect, that yeah. usually I'd work in the morning and I was the only one half the time. So can you be able to catch up on shows and stuff? Uh, oh yeah. I mean it wasn't moments. like a it wasn't a very busy job, uh minus maybe the weekends. So I, I was very easily uh accessing the time I had uh for this podcast. But it just felt good to have something. It was it maybe not exactly the job I wanted, but I wanted something. And what helped with that was at the same time that that job started, I did start working for Beetle House. So like, I remember, I remember when you were telling me about that, and then you were like, "Oh, my buddy, I know is talking." And that was for you, and I, I was so excited personally for you because knowing your passion for performing, like, great, I can get back to doing what I really love. I mean, it was crazy to think that I, I was literally in the middle of a contract where we had to stop our last weekend of shows, we got to film a taping of the show I was doing so that people could see it uh, virtually, which was amazing. But then that was March of 2020. The next time I got to perform was nearly 16 months late. Uh, no, actually see 12, like yeah, 15, 16 months later. Or so in June of two, 2021, uh, getting to be back and like, get to perform. Uh, and yes, it is very cabaret style where we kind of come out and do a song and, you know, you're acting like the character the entire time and getting to talk to people. And I've been working there since. And we are at this new building, this new location. It's very uh, exciting. It's a big playground. And it's just been fun to have, like most, maybe minus a week or two here and there. I've been performing every weekend for Beetle House for Coming up on, you know, almost a year and a half, which has been very exciting. I think there's a, a, a promising future with them as well. And it's kind of a nice, it's like there when you need it. Like, you know, if I was like, I need to take time off, I book something else. I, you know, you don't have to be there all the time, but it's been a great outlet to have something. But as I said, my, my time at the screw store did end and I have been working now for a school district as a PE coach. And it's been... A huge change, a huge lifestyle change, but one I've really taken to heart. Um, working with kids, it it can be difficult, but it is very, it's very like rewarding because how much they really do look up to you and really admire you, and to see the growth when they're they're doing things right, and it's been fun to 
like just get to be involved with that. Obviously, I have goals down the line to be like a theater teacher or a music teacher, and that's something I'm maybe working towards too. But it, it has been this thing to have. I have been now having like you know a day job and my occasional gig life, and been living in one place for longer than I think I've ever had in California. And it, it's something that I think when you're a performer and you do have the traveling life, you really enjoy it when you're doing it. But there is a sense of like, you can never really keep a relationship because of your traveling long distance sucks. There's always the desire. What's the next, what's the next contract? Sometimes contracts are too long or like they feel like they're too long. And so you always hit a point where you're like, I want to get out of here. Even, you know? the, even me and the cruise ships, there was a different lifestyle between, you know, when I was activity staff and cruise directing, assistant cruise directing and all that, I missed out on so much, all these like weddings. And, and I knew that for me, the diff, I love to travel, but for me, I was like, I want to have the normal day to day. I want to come home at the end of the day. I want to, you know, so that was for me, I, that was some of the, and we're talking about this, the thankful blessings that have come out of the pandemic. Not everyone got to have what we what we got and we were very fortunate with that and so i think that's one of the big positives of the pandemic it made everything stop and it forced us to have to change our lifestyle and have a little bit more yeah yeah i mean we're also you know i i get that for the majority of probably our demographic people are having kids a little later in life than you know what's usually the norm there's still plenty of people that are having kids like right in their early 20s but we're now in our early 30s and it's like it's now the time because we don't want to be those dads that are 45, 50, first having a kid. And it's like you think you're going to be able to keep up with your kid at that age. It's going to be a lot harder than, you know, right now we're still in a good physically fit part of our life. So I think there's also that there's a desire for us. We we are ready to settle down, get married and, and start a family. You know, I look at my my brother for inspiration, my my middle brother, Tim. He's been married now for six years, which is insane to think about. And my nephew, Griffin, who will be turning five in February. And as of the time of recording this, uh, which is a few weeks ago from the date that's being released, um, I now have a niece. I have my niece, Vanessa, was just born. And it's like, had I had all these traveling jobs still, I would have missed a lot of that. I mean, Griffin was someone that, I got to first meet him when he was about two months old uh, as I was on a, I was on the wizard of Oz at the time. And then it's like, I would not see him for like months at a time. The next time I see him, I'm like, you're so big, like stop growing. And that's the thing is you miss all that. Even if it's not your kid, your, your nephews, nieces, family that have, you know, babies and stuff. You do miss some of that. And it's like, I, I don't want to keep missing that. I don't want to be the uncle that always pops up you know every two years and it's like oh yeah there's uncle chris you kind of see once every year it's like i want to be there the pandemic definitely did change that but a big thing for you and me taylor is it's not just we had kind of a hold now on our jobs and we're kind of getting more of that lifestyle is we were both single men in the pandemic and now we're both proud to say that we are engaged men who are getting married next year a huge step but we both were very fortunate to meet someone in the pandemic. A, a hard thing to even say. Like, I I went back on apps kind of just willy-nilly. I mean, it really was like, 
are people going to want to risk to meet someone new in the pandemic at a time when we did not have vaccines yet? And it was like, if you got to wear a mask to go get Starbucks, are people going to try to meet someone and then like risk taking a mask off just in case they might have been exposed? Who knows? But I did start Hinge, uh, which I felt like was the app to be more for like you're looking for a relationship, not I'm looking for a hookup. And tried that for a few months and really nothing was really happening. And then, yeah, the story goes that uh, I was at my parents' house and I did have kind of a radius set to, you know, I wasn't thinking of looking to drive three hours to meet someone. I had my radius LA, set, you know, you know, when you're LA with traffic, <laughs> it's it's not like you just pop on a train and go. Yeah. Uh, and on Halloween night of 2020, Megan, my now fiance, it, her cousin who lived about eight, 10 minutes from my parents' house in Upland, California. We're having a big Halloween party and they were like, you know, just for family and come over, come over. And she thought, I don't really want to know, come over, come over. And kind of last minute, she did decide to come down to spend Halloween that night. And it was because of that, that we actually then were on the same radius for the app to, you know, do you want to like this person? And that's how we match that night on Halloween. So Halloween is not only our favorite holiday together, it's our match day. Um, and we started talking. And then a week later, she was like, you know, we wanted to do like a first date. And she was like, well, nothing's open. So why don't you just come over to my place? She lives by herself. And I was like, you okay with that? Like with everything going on? She's like, let's risk it. Like, you know, it's like, if we're going to try to meet. It's, Although you know, life, yeah. life is kind of stopped our lives can't. I think that was the, the general consensus. Yeah. Which I, and it's yeah. like, you know, I, I feel like I'm good. You feel like you're good. You know, I guess there's also always the notion with COVID, like you kind of know if you had symptoms or something. So we risked it. We started dating during the pandemic and it was a lot of these going to her place and having these like weekends together. And I don't think we got to go to a restaurant till like three months after dating because <laughs> nothing was open. But that really did turn into, you know, dating turned into, all right, I'm really feeling for this person and then kind of starting to stay over a lot more. And then eventually it was moving in and, and, you know, just, just would have been two weeks shy of our one year I proposed to her. And just, just now we're, we're under a year till we get married. So it has been the, the biggest blessing of the pandemic that i never thought would happen to meet my person to meet someone that i really do love with all my heart and is my best friend and i want to share life with you know it's like that's something that i don't think anyone would imagine like oh we're in a time where you shouldn't go meet new people and really got to be safe and it's like we risked it and it it was very very worth all the the risk, if you will. Um, and she's just the best. And it, it's it's something where, yeah, it's like I really enjoy having like I get up really early, I go to work, but then I'm coming home and she's like off work. And then we have like, you know, just dinner together and watching our TV shows. And I'm like, all that is something I could have easily missed had the pandemic never happened or I was not in California. It's like, you know, these factors kind of had to happen. It was like the pandemic had to happen. And her just popping up and on Halloween that we even would have met. One of those weird, like, was it fate? Was it meant to be? I believe some of that does does you know, something occur, in the stars. But, yeah. Yeah, something in the stars for sure. But um yeah, very, very happy with it's just like I'm like, 
when we started the podcast, I was living at home, unemployed, and single. You were and the George now, Costanza of the pandemic. I, I was. <laughs> this is probably the summer of Chris. And it wasn't the summer of Chris. Well, now Chris is in a, a very good place and very happy. And life is good. And life is good for you as well, my friend. Yeah. Um, I remember it was funny because we were both, you know, trying the apps. And I having gone off got off ships um 2018. So I was very fortunate to not be one of the people that were still on cruise ships during this time. Oh um, man, yeah. So my my heart goes out to the people. And we've talked a lot to some uh we actually had Eddie Jenkins, who's a cruise director, and we talked about, you know, he was actually um stuck at he was in New York uh with his girlfriend at the time. And so it was a different experience, but we talked about our similar things and he's been back and things have changed. But yeah, I, I was lucky to get off ships at the time, but I had been doing dating apps since I, you know, kind of more had land life and people won't get that unless you and I are one of the few people who understand what it, what, what land life, it's such a different thing. Oh, yes. but, Very different. But I tried all the apps and I, I did like a lot of dating. I was dating on ships. To, to dating in the real world is, is totally different. And my hat's off to people. I actually just came back uh, when, by the time we're recording this, it's been a few, uh, a ton this episode air, sorry. It'll be a few weeks. I was a DJ and MC at a friend of mine, Brittany Patrick's wedding, which we'll have to have them on as guests in the future. The performers are great. Um, they met on ships. It was a lot of these stories where people meet on cruise ships or met um, whether through working or whatnot. And and my, my story was not that I tried many times. Um, and it just, it didn't happen. And my hat's off to people that, that works, but it didn't. So I did a lot of online dating and then the pandemic happened. I think you and I, like I said, very similar situation. I was like, let me try a crack at it. Um, just partly just to get connection. And also I just, I didn't know where my life was going to go. And I just, you know, wanted to try it. And when, um, you know, you met Megan, I, I just remember you talking about the early, you know, dates. And I, I remember all the excitement you had and, and you still have, it hasn't changed. Uh, uh, watch what you're saying. Today. No, but I just remember how excited I was not just for you, but for Megan. I just like, you painted a great picture. And then when I had the opportunity um, to come out and yeah, you know, I, first I time, yeah. in turn did uh, my trip to see you. And this is the first time I got to come see you in your LA element. And I got to meet her. I got to see Justin. I got to get to see you, meet your parents for the first time. Uh, your brother Alex Phantom didn't meet him, but he was there. Uh, finally, did actually. You got to I had to come out for your engagement and party, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, that was so great. And 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 that point, I had met both you and Megan. And Megan, being a therapist, I think also is is not just her job, but it's ingrained in her to be a nurturer, to be a listener, to to empathize. And um, I remember we had that time together, and we were sitting and talking, and I kind of started venting about my love life you know, here I'm celebrating you guys. And I felt kind of bad, but I remember, you know, Megan would, I think, pass on you like, Hey, here's his number. If he wants to chat. And I meant a lot. And I still think about that. It, it tears me up a little bit, but I remember it was kind of weird at the time because I was like, I'm talking to my buddy's girlfriend. It's kind of weird, but I'll, I'll go with it. So I indulged yeah. and we had a great conversation one night and I was just in a tough place because like you said, I was throwing dartboards at, you know, the dating world. And I tried hinge. Cause I was like, you're, I was trying them all just I was like, you know, everything. And I was the George Cassandra of the modern world. I was just, nothing was <laughs> happening. And I really was getting kind of sad because it was like, we're in a pandemic and what I noticed, and this is a whole other topic, but I will say dating now is so much more difficult. And I don't, you and I, we don't want to go back. We're, we're, we're happy. We're stuck. We want it. And I think because people are looking for that immediate connection. And I think people don't realize what dating is. And if you don't feel something 
like butterflies and fireworks on the first date, you walk. And it's kind of a shame because I was like, you know what? The first date, I'm kind of get to know you. Let me try this again. So to fast forward all that to kind of the point where I was almost done. I'm done. I don't want to date anymore. I, I remember telling my mom, I'm done. I got one more date. That's it. I was just, I've had it. I was like, I really was, Taylor's going to upset. I was done. I was like, after this, I'm focusing just on my career, focusing on the podcast with Chris and just focusing on me. But I, I had done that for a long time. And so I went on this, I matched on Hinge, uh, which is funny. Hinge should sponsor us because we, we, we are stories uh, that worked. And uh, so I met my now fiance, Lindsay, and we, um, I did all these other dates before where I went, these elaborate things, axe throwing and adventure and dinner and spending a lot of money for a free meal. And um, so we, we just were like, Hey, let's get off the app. We started texting and said, Hey, let's just go to this bar and get drinks. Something very casual. And we were fortunate because a lot of stuff was open in PA um, at that point. So we went on the date and uh, immediately just really hit it off. I guess the humor and just, you know, when you see, when you see an app and the pictures, are great. But when you see someone it's like, they don't do that person justice. I was like, we connected through texting and all. And so, yeah. And we had two dates back to back. And um, then I was traveling and I was gone for about, I went on a brother's trip to Disney. I went to Buffalo for work and I wasn't going to talk to her or see her for a whole week. So it was like this whole like, Oh, and then, yeah, we, we resumed our dating, met my family right away. Then I met her family and it was just, like you said, similar situation. I started staying over there on, on nights, weekends, and pretty much kind of moved in. You know, I, she got me my own Yeti. I got my own little basket for my assorted goods. <laughs> uh, so, and yeah, and it was like within, I knew within six, like within a few months that she's my person. And I was going to, because I said, I'm not, I'm not going to do any better. She grounds me all, all these great things. And then, yeah. And then I wanted to, I wanted to wait just like you. I wanted to be over a year to be sure. And family vacation. It was this year in August. Um, and I remember I was telling you about it and everything and yeah, proposed and she said, yes. And, uh, yeah. And we're going to be next year. We're both going to be married men, which is, which is crazy. And the fact, yeah, it was just that all these things had to happen for us to meet our people and, and them in turn meet us. It just, it's kind of, it's crazy to think that. And, you know, we wouldn't, if the pandemic didn't happen, I don't think we'd be where we're at literally and figuratively in all, all the ways. Yeah, it, it, it is something sometimes I think it's like you walk in from work and just see them on the couch and just the smile. And sometimes, you know, they always go, what? And it's like, I'm doing the just, same thing. I look at her happy, and just smile. You know? And she's like, and why are you it's smiling? It's like, what? And it's like, just just happy. Just, just taking happy, this all in. You know, just taking it in. And and it, it's, it's such a difference. I think, you know, we're not married men yet, but it's like there is there, there was always that chance when you were with a girlfriend or even just a fling of like this could be over tomorrow and and that's always the thing with 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 those kind of situations is like even when you felt like you were in your happiest the next day they could just break your heart like that and it's over this feels had, very much like and i've had my yeah, experiences i think we both have had we've had our heartaches. heartaches before but now it really feels like my heart is full and i i feel very secure and i'm just looking forward to starting this next chapter you know as as married men uh, and and where that will go with with family and the, and the thing too is you think about as you mentioned all these factors having to 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 be in play to to have this these two people meet that may never have met I grew up in California you grew up in Maryland 
in Pennsylvania and all over the place, there really would probably been 0.000005 you know, percent chance that we would ever would have met had it not been for cruise ships. And what's crazy to think is you're just about to celebrate like within a week or two of this podcast coming up, this episode, 10 years since you started your cruise career. And, in and almost 2012. 2012, December is when I started. Yeah, yeah December. And I would have uh, gone on, you know, with if you count rehearsals, March of 2013, getting on the ship late uh, April. And that's where we met. And that's I, that's what's crazy is, that, you know, sometimes you look at friends that, you know, when it's when it starts to be a decade and on, you're like, wow, a lot of time has passed. And as a lot of that has been us doing different things and not always, you know, talking all the time. But really, you know, we did have a, a fun like, again, it's kind of funny to think where we are now as friends. We did not really have that long a time on our contract together. You were you were on the tail end of yours. I just started mine. So really, it was maybe, maybe not even like six weeks total that we were on the the ship together, and then we we said saw each other again several months later. Uh, you know, one day we were on a different ships. We met in Bali, Indonesia, for one day, and then I didn't see you again for probably see if that was two thousand fifteen. Like it was like two thousand nineteen. So like four yeah. years. You yeah. know went by uh that I you would have come by to visit me in New York uh when we were you know more of our now we're on land and we're not really trying to do all the the long touring type of gigs and it's just crazy to think that like yeah that that ship that you know you would have been designated to that ship and that I also and that we just happened to to click as you know goofy goo, you know goofy guys that uh, love impressions and movies and it's crazy to think we are now. We have this podcast for like well, in that resurgence where then I started, then I got off ships, and then you were in New York full time, and then just that gamble, and then this what I think kind of our resurgence of our friendship was. I mean, you posted about these tickets for Muse and Walk the Moon, and I just like New York's three hours away. Screw it, let's do it. So I I message you, and then that kind of started. Okay, our little trips, and it was like. Yeah, and I think and also that and you coming to visit me in Maryland. That I think we always had a fun relationship, a friendship, but I think we got deeper as friends because we talked about stuff that we normally would talk to. It was always just kind of goofiness. We talked about real stuff and it was like, wow. And then then we, right before the pandemic, we kind of like talked about like, oh, you know, it'd be cool to you and I do a podcast because we sit, we sit and talk about whatever forever. I'm like, let's record this. And so then when the pandemic happened and we're like, wow. And I, and I just, we like, hey, let's, Let's do this, this podcast thing. And we were like, yeah, let's go for it. And I think that then just doing the podcast itself, it just elevated our friendship more because I'm talking to you like every week. So it was like, okay, it didn't feel like we had miles of distance between us. It was like, wow, I, I'm talking to this guy every day. And um, that's, I think, elevated our friendship more. Had we not done the podcast, I don't think we were be as friends where we're at. I think, yeah, we'd, I still... think we'd be back to kind of where we were like with a lot of my friends I meet to be a performing. It's like you really talk to them when you're working with them, maybe a little bit after, and then you kind of drop out as you have a new, you know, that's, that's very much the traveling life is you kind of, your family is the group you're with for that time. And then some you really stick, stay in touch with some, you kind of stay in touch with just on social media and some you kind of don't talk to at all. Um, so it is interesting to think of the elements that have played into where we are today as friends. And like we said, this podcast really has 
come out of the pandemic. It was a fun idea. It's something that I don't think even we imagined where we would be today. I mean, as where we are now, it's like we're over like, you know, 15,000 downloads. We've done like over 350 episodes of different things, reviews. Some are short, 10 minute things. Some are hour and a half, nearly two hour episodes. We've had trailers. I mean, I do think because we are in a desire to continue the show, but because life now has really become something that, you know, we don't have all the free time like we used to. No. Um, I do think that uh, this is not an announcement episode by any no. means, um, uh, <laughs> but I think we will be evolving the show into a, a different format. And I think that's kind of kind of the fun thing about this show is we we didn't pick a specific uh, avenue. You know, we are a very broad show, uh, pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. We we can talk about so many things. But I think we will be evolving the show once more for 2023. Uh, into a format that works best for us with the lives we have now is engaged men getting married uh, and the careers we have. But it really has been uh, fun to see where this has evolved, uh, not only for our friendship, but for the show and what we do with it. I mean, I like, kind of the brilliant thing is we kind of can do whatever we want. You know, yeah, we, we really can make it. It is our show. Uh, so, I mean, this this podcast two years from now or three years, we'll be talking about what it's like to be a dad and our experiences. Of nerdy we'll dads. do an episode on all the best dads in. Yeah, uh, we'll have our we'll have our kids sitting in these little uh, <laughs> these little. Oh well, God, I've been cracking up. Uh, Megan just the other day was like, uh, we, we you know, I feel like a lot of big shows kind of happen in waves, and we had just just recently, we had like House of the Dragon going on with Rings of Power, with She Hulk, with The Patient, with I mean Andor's been going on. We had all these shows kind of clicking all back to back to back. And when a lot of them end at the same time, you're kind of in this moment of, well, now we don't have anything to watch. What should we watch? And sometimes it's like, let's go back and watch a show maybe one of us hasn't. And she's now got me hooked on Parenthood, which I had always heard about. And I knew some of the cast, but I had never seen a single episode. And we've been starting to binge that. And you know you're ready for kids when you're really getting emotional, but also laughing a lot at all the dad moments in a show. You're no longer watching the teenagers and really being like, that's me. I'm watching Adam Krause, who is the main dad, or Peter Krause, who plays Adam on the show. And I'm like literally laughing out loud at some of these moments of him being a true, like true American sitcom kind of, you know, dad. And then, and she's like, that's, that's you. That's going to be you. And I'm like, I know <laughs> like, you know, it's, it, that's something too. It's crazy. It's like, we're, we're going to be moving into that lifestyle soon of, of, of being a dad. And that's going to be its own big adventure. But really, I think this, this season, as we move into uh, the holidays, it, it's just, sometimes it is a good reminder that there's a lot to be thankful for. hundred uh, percent. You know, where, where we have, we have jobs. We have incredible women in our lives. We're very happy. This podcast is going well. And uh, it's something to, I feel like, even though the pandemic is still kind of a thing, we've really come out of that kind of dark time, uh, which we did make the most of it when we could. And it's happy to see where we are now and really uh, what the future has in store for us. The Again, there's a lot that... Uh, there's the possibilities of of all sorts of things. So very thankful for you in my life, Taylor, for this podcast and for everything I have. 
uh, something that I think a couple years ago almost seemed like was not ever going to be a possibility. And look at us now, huh? Yeah, I agree in tenfold. Um, I'm thankful for you putting up with my shenanigans. And uh, someone has you... to. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, <laughs> but um, your efforts, the podcast, our friendship, and everything, and I'm happy that you have Megan and your awesome family life and vice versa. But um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this little episode of kind of a self-reflecting episode, but this is our Thanksgiving episode. What we're thankful for. What are you thankful for? What have you been thankful for? Whether it's this today, this month, this past year, during the pandemic, before the pandemic, everything, tell us, send us an email, uh, go on our socials, let us know because there is truly a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. And this is our season finale episode. But don't worry, we will still have plenty of potential picks for December. Uh, we got a lot of big stuff coming out in December, uh, including a movie that was supposed to come out 10 years ago. It's finally coming out. That water took a long time to animate. <laughs> uh, but uh, we still got stuff planned for December, um, especially we're going to have a surprise episode I think is going to get people really hyped. But we will uh, definitely let the world know once we're ready and we planned out what to uh, what the potential podcast is going to look like for 2023. So stay tuned as we move into season four. Uh, but yes, tell us what you're thankful for. We're thankful for you, the listeners who continue to follow the potential podcast. Uh, but until next time, I'm Chris. I'm Taylor. We're thankful for you. And as always, know, know your, your potential. potential. We still don't have that. My the timing is off. We'll get it by season six. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Take care, all. Bye-bye then. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.